Welcome to Slug's bi-weekly Slug Soundwaves podcast. Here, in our print mag and on slugmag.com, enjoy our curated content that highlights the best of Utah's alternative and underrepresented music, arts, events, and community subcultures. If Slug has benefited you or someone you love, consider contributing to sustain our existence. Head to slugmag.com slash donate to join our community of donors. KRCL was founded in 1979 to bring a more diverse voice to Salt Lake City and surrounding areas. KRCL is community-funded and supported, which allows diverse, commercial-free programming that varies from indie to hip-hop, blues to bluegrass, metal, punk, indigenous, and bilingual programs. And every weekday at 6 p.m., KRCL's Radioactive brings you grassroots activism and civic engagement with punk rock farming and live local music on Fridays. Tune into KRCL at 90.9 FM, stream at krcl.org, or download the app in the App Store. This is Slug Soundwaves. I'm Ty. I play drums for Sun Puppy. I'm Parker. I'm the trumpet player and keyboard player. I'm Nick. I play saxophone and guitar for Sun Puppy. Yeah, we formed uh, initially because we were approached by Pizza No-No on 9th and 9th to play a couple of gigs. And then since then, I've started playing uh, at Woodbine as well and just recently had a show at Quarters downtown in Salt Lake City. together for not even quite a year yet and so it's kind of to be honest our music has kind of been based on the places that we've been playing and it's weird to have a group get together based on having already gotten some gigs and then having to kind of cater the music to those things and so we kind of just try to play like what we like to listen to so we play like a lot of hip-hop like a lot of like easy listening I would say we're always going to be thrown into like the the heading of jazz because there's a trumpet player and a saxophone player We met at school, and so we were all playing music down there together and kind of got to know each other. As a trio, it's it's a bit of a challenge, I suppose, just because your part is kind of more exposed than it would be if you had, you know, five other people to kind of lean on. But I think just being really good friends to start with is good, especially in a group where you have to be really responsible for your own sound. There is a lot of our own personalities in like infused into the music that we're playing and that's kind of a, a rewarding aspect of, of playing music with Sun Puppy in the in the ways that we're playing currently. What draws me to this group and how we play is like how much risks we have to take 
which is kind of a dramatic thing to say for music, but with like only three parts and we improvise a lot of stuff, you gotta trust that the other two musicians are gonna roll with you and not stiffen up or freak out and like leave you hanging. I started playing music, started playing saxophone at a young age, and then played through high school in bands, and then went to college for performance, commercial music performance. These two, well, I met both of these two in college, and we started playing in college together. And the Pizza Nono thing was cool because it was a gig and we would get paid. Yeah, Nono actually reached out to us, reached out to me, and we started playing Nono basically formed the group with the idea that we were going to start playing there. We had to kind of quickly decide what kind of sound are we looking for. It was kind of a challenge in the beginning, just deciding, okay, what tunes do we want to do? And then narrow those down to what tunes can we actually pull off? And then once we had a kind of a list going, then it was easier to kind of add on after that. But it's, I think, kind of rare to form a group around a gig rather than, you know, trying to, you form a group have all this material kind of ready for whatever gig may come your way, right? But I, th I think at the, the onset of our group, it was like a couple of, I think we had basically a couple of weeks to get all of our kind of repertoire like started and kind of going. And then since then we've just been adding on and recently, yeah, just been, we just played our first quarter show. So we played four originals that we wrote. Again, specifically for that show, we got that show again before we had any tunes for it. We've been kind of, I feel like in a backwards, kind of dilemma from the regular group where we ha we have all these all these opportunities and things coming our way and then we have to kind of make the tunes happen for that so we've been lucky in in that sense end of the day like playing music that we wrote or playing music that we love listening to is more or less the same thing for me like music is music and if I'm playing somebody else's tune that gets me just as excited as playing tunes that like we're writing for Shadowly Quarters the re most rewarding part about all of that is like even in music that we're playing that's other people's music there is still so much of all of our personalities in that and so that like being able to like be vulnerable and like have that be received in a way that like makes me feel more a part of the community that I'm in is like super rewarding. Being able to play at like gigs like uh, Pizza Nono and Woodbine, it's playing for families mostly, which is like cool to be able to see young families in Salt Lake dig what we're doing while also like stretching ourselves for gigs like Quarters and trying to do original music. There's a point in practicing everything that I'm playing that like I don't want to show up to a gig and just play these strict licks that I've practiced. And that is very much a real part of like who I am and what I do. I do practice a lot. And so to be able to like take that and like, but also forget all of that when I step into a playing moment with, with these two, it's like I have these tools that I've been practicing and now I'm using them. It's like, that Zappa interview where he talks about having an imagination. It's like, once I'm in that moment, it's like, I have musical ideas that are happening in my head and to be able to like, try and go for those and take risks for myself. It's like, nobody, like most people 
you know, they may or may not know that I'm doing that. But for me, I know like my intention behind playing that way. That's something that like really only I can feel like the greatest impacts of that risk, like the in terms of like the, the reward of that, like I can feel that like more than anybody else. But like, I want to be honest and true in the same way that I try to do that in normal life. the guitarist and lead singer of the Mellow Three. So they were playing that show at Quarters, and he asked me if we would be interested in opening, and then I had to tell these two that, oh, in like two weeks, we gotta have original music. Which the nice thing is we just jam so much at these restaurant gigs, we'll just play a jam, improvise stuff. So we already kinda had some ideas of how we would play original music, and then, I like to think about what the vibe of a song is going to be, and that's how I write. Um, I don't really try to get too technical, or I don't try to think, like, is this going to like make me look really cool? Vibe. It's just the vibe. <laughs> just the vibe. One of us or the other will have an idea and bring it in, and then when we're actually rehearsing, you know, the other two will have an idea and pile it on top of that idea, and so it's just kind of a conglomeration of different weird little snippets of ideas that kind of get thrown into tunes, and I mean, we haven't done it that many times, but it's fun. There's like a part in how we collaborate that I really appreciate where I don't feel the need to take the responsibility to be responsible for either of these two's parts. Like, I trust them, and, like, I don't think any, but any one of us are stepping over and crossing the boundary of, like, hey, you need to do this. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I play guitar. I could approach things with that energy of being, like, Nick, you need to do this. But it's, like, Nick's his own guitar player, and I trust, and I like what Nick's doing. So I don't need to bear that responsibility to now take on writing guitar parts for, we already have a guitar player. You know, mm -hmm. I'll, just, I'll just serve my role, which is drums, and I think all of us do a really good job at, like respecting each other's boundaries in that way while like the the process is like hey i got this idea i'm bringing this to the group and then it's very open to you know each one of us bringing a part of ourselves into that song writing for quarters. One of my focuses on some of the more upbeat tunes was like, I want to try and make people dance because this is a chance where Sun Puppy gets to interact with an audience in a, in a way that's different than gigs we've played before. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to be able to focus on like, let, let's put on a fun show for us primarily, but I think when it's fun for us and we're able to get into that bubble and it's like we're having a great time we can then invite an audience on like into that that same space with yeah. us to to be able to you know dance 
about to hear a live piece performed by Sun Puppy at Quarters. This piece is featuring more melodic and harmonic focuses. I hope you enjoy it.
us uh, on Instagram, and I mean, we post pretty regularly when we have stuff going on. We do have stuff in the future. Follow us on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode of Soundwaves, please take 60 seconds to rate and review us on iTunes. Did you enjoy this episode of Slug Soundwaves? You and the local community can continue to enjoy Slug Mag's content for free, but please consider making a one-time or ongoing contribution. Each contribution, no matter the amount, helps support Slug's creation of thoughtful media coverage on SLC's music, arts, events, and community subcultures. Head over to slugmag.com slash donate to make your contribution today. <laughs>